So even the hygrometers inside a scientific lab fall out of calibration. Yes. Note to self, calibrate your hygrometer every six months. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. You're listening to Box Press, where we are passionate about cigars and how to care for them. Welcome to Box Press. Today, I am your host, Rob, and I have Brian Rice from Boveda's research and development team. Welcome, Brian. Thanks, Rob. Yeah, good. Good to have you here. We're going to talk a little bit about what is Boveda, how it works, and what what are the general you know outlines of salt versus glycerin and how it's working inside our humidors. And Brian's going to be able to tell us from a scientific perspective, which is great to have you here. Thanks. So, I yeah. uh, left my lab coat back in the lab, so good, good. keep it a little bit more formal here. Yeah, <laughs> just a little informal. We're just talking, right? So, Brian, what are we smoking today? We are smoking the Aging Room um, Solera. Apparently, the word Solera means a blending of wine or spirits. And so, uh, Rafael Nadal actually ended up taking that to heart with the cigar and so he's blended several different uh kinds and today what we're smoking is the dominican sun grown um, dominican wrapper um, and then dominican habano filler and binder and i'm pleasantly surprised by it yeah it's got a very smooth draw it's um it's great considering the time of day we're at mm-hmm. it's very good and this is actually made at Tabacalera Palma, which is Hoche Blanco's, which a ton of stuff is coming out of there lately. Um, and he's just doing a great job of blending a bunch of different cigars for a bunch of different makers. So high-end stuff. Yeah. I like it. Cigar. So what is Boveda and how does it work? That's a great question, Rob. So Boveda is, uh, is a two-way patented uh, humidity control device um, that is uh, very good at... <clears throat> drawing moisture in and giving moisture out uh, in a specific uh, container. Um, so as it relates to humidors, um, it is, it's great to, to use as you add your cigars uh, and to, once you season your humidor, um, it'll maintain that RH level over time uh, very accurately. Right. Perfect. And I also kind of picked up my own way of saying it too as as far as when people ask me like well what is this what is this mysterious gel type substance that's inside this brown package i always just tell them it's distilled water and salt yeah. that's it yeah. and we do have add a food grade gumming agent that you would put in like french dressing and the only reason we add that is to spend the salt right that's right because otherwise the salt's going to clump together and it's not going to really perform as well if we don't get it suspended and separated right yeah so the gum plays uh kind of two two roles one you mentioned uh keep it in suspension but it also helps um as we uh um, fill the pouches itself so uh if you have that salt water solution uh, on its own it's it's very fluid so when right. you try to pump that into or fill the, the pouches uh it's very hard for manufacturing so but you have the gums it thickens it up uh, so we can control and make sure that they're all accurate so four grams one grams all the way up to the 60s 320s we're ensuring the consumers are still getting uh you know that Perfect. accurate gram weight right so the gum helps in the manufacturing process and the weighing and measuring correct perfect yeah and then from that perspective though Really, this has not been new science. No, no. Scientists and chemists have known uh, that a certain substrate or a certain chemical um, mixed and saturated in a water solution um, can maintain an, an, a very accurate RH level. Um, however, 
um, there's uh, different substrates that you can use and each one behaves differently um, when it's uh, uh, added with water and saturated so <clears throat> and when you say substrate what do you mean by that you mean the different like salt and another product or what do you mean by substrate uh, yeah so anything that's granular or that can absorb water um, so for example salt sugar glycerin um, different types of salt different types of sugars um, and it's been known for quite uh, quite a number of years uh, that um, as soon as you start adding water you saturate it uh, and you'll get that you can always dial it into a certain RH level, um, depending upon how much water you add. Okay, so the water to salt ratio matters, and then how do they use this in the lab? So, like, if if you can give me an example. Yeah. So, <clears throat> uh, the primary method is what it's used for is obviously calibration. Um, a lot of the the equipment that's used uh, in lab settings uh, from an RH level. Um, are constantly needed to be calibrated at some level, um, and especially over time. Um, with all like scales and um, uh, hygrometers, for example, um, need to be calibrated over time just to make sure that it's accurate. So, so even the hygrometers inside a scientific lab fall out of calibration. Yes. Note to self, calibrate your hygrometer every six months. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, very good. Yeah, it's, um, you know, in a lab setting, you always need to, to have a, a good calibration. Um, when you think about ISO standards to maintain a good lab, um, uh, routine maintenance and calibration is, is key and accurate. You just said a buzzword to me, ISO, and I didn't know this. So Boveda's ISO certified. I didn't know what that means. Can you explain just in general layman terms what that means for us? Yeah, general layman terms uh, is making sure that the quality of the product uh, is always maintained throughout its life cycle. Um, so, um, so from batch to batch or from RH level to RH level, uh, we make sure that um, um, everything is measured and recorded based off of our product specifications. So for example, um, every time we batch uh, a big, uh, say for example, we're gonna do 69% at our manufacturing location, um, before we fill those pouches, we're testing to make sure that it is accurate to 69 and it meets our product specifications. And then throughout the entire production cycle, um, there are checks that we perform to make sure that um, they're all accurate all the way to the end before we send out to uh, the consumers. Nice. So in the, I know this, but the, the audience doesn't know this. It's kind of interesting. Um, the machine that we use to test, not only in Prairie Duchene where we have our warehouse and manufacturing, but also inside the innovation center that you work in, in Minnetonka, Minnesota, we have an $8,000 water activity machine. That blew my mind. Yeah. So that machine, explain a little bit of why we use that machine so much and why we get accurate data from that. Sure, yeah, I mean, the, and the size of the machine is about the size of this laptop. It's very small, so to, to see that it's you know $8,000 piece of machine or piece of equipment is Ooh, astounding, mind. right? But yeah. uh, uh, what's that measuring is the water activity. So uh, in life, a lot of the foods and botanicals um, always have a certain water activity that um, is, is kind of gives it that, um, <clears throat> the good quality of it. So how we translate that into um, RH levels that we uh, manufacture is if we have, if we dial in to 69%, for example, um, 
we take the inside, the salt water solution, and put that into the machine, in the, and we'll measure the water activity, and what it'll come out to is 0.69. Um, so we're constantly measuring that throughout the cycle. So yes, we do have one in our innovation center, um, and then also at Prairie Duchesne where we, we manufacture. And the other cool part about that machine is we can take any organic material, put it inside that machine and find out what its ideal water activity, then we, then we translate that into RH level. Absolutely. So we could take a cigar and we say, this cigar tastes exactly what it needs to be. We cut it, you put it inside a little dish, mm -hmm. put it inside the water activity machine. And after about, I'd say about what, a minute, it kicks out uh, a response of whatever point, you know, 0.76 or mm -hmm. whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, and then that's what we say, well, we need to make a formula for that. Right, absolutely. So <clears throat> so not only we test uh, cigars, but we're, yeah, we're testing a lot of other products. But uh, the good thing is, is that um, some people will say that it's too dry or something's happening or we're testing competitive products um, that claim that they're, they're two-way, but they're not. Um, but we're able to uh, do some testing to, uh, <clears throat> to ensure that, uh, guess what? It is releasing moisture. Um, but it's a one-way, and now your cigars are no longer 72%. They're in the 80 range, uh, which is uh, bad. Um, right. You know, from the um, from the aesthetics, from the taste, uh, and the higher you get, the uh, the higher the chance of spoiling. Right. I always tell people the star of this whole show, that is Bovida, is the salt, and that's kind of where we pioneered ourselves we we ended up in like 1998 applying for 30 patents and we ended up getting all 30 patents pa pushed through on the first time around and that's what gave us the technology to create bovida and really what we were patenting is not necessarily the salt and the water that we mixed it with we were patenting the packaging that two-way membrane that we have on the outside that allows a pure water vapor to go in and out mm -hmm. but the inside is actually the key as well because the salt is key to keeping that relative humidity <clears throat> constant. So all the other products that I've ever used have been like sponges, gels, beads, and all that stuff. Explain maybe why like a glycerin or a sugar-based product is different than a salt-based product. Yeah, that's a good question. So <clears throat> um, I think what it boils back down to is, is uh, accuracy uh, to the RH level over time and to maintain that RH level. Um, and like I mentioned before, salt water solution or saturated solution um, is you can always get to uh, a certain predetermined start RH level. Um, however, once over time, um, as that solution gains and loses moisture, um, the key that separates salt water versus other solutions is salt water is able to maintain the RH over a long period of time. Um, so for glycerin, um, you can the, you can start at a good RH if you wanted to dial it in. So I want I add enough moisture to uh, start at 69. Um, but then once that you once you put that in an environment and it starts to gain or lose moisture, you'll see a significant drop in the RH level. So you'll kind of see if you have a hygrometer, a calibrated hygrometer next to that saltwater or that um, glycerin solution, you'll see a roller coaster effect uh, based upon the environment as it's taking in and giving up moisture. Right. And sometimes that's not as that roller coaster effect isn't as seen inside a wood humidor because it leaks moisture, but it's still doing it. So yeah. the solution, if you put it in an airtight container, it's still going up and down. And I guess the way I look at it inside my head is, okay, what, when you talk about encapsulating or holding moisture, 
really what it is is that that salt crystal is able to hold on to moisture and keep it until it's required to give it up that's and true. that's a little bit different i always tell people boveda controls the environment it's in it's not controlled by it so with other products like gels and beads what it does is it grabs some moisture but it can't hang on to it long enough so then it has to like pass it off true and it has to give it up to the atmosphere that it's in whereas boveda's salt-based solution is different it holds on to it and if if it's not above 69 it's not going to absorb anything. If it's not below 69, it's not going to give it off. Right. So as soon as as soon as your environment, your humidor changes, dropping below or above, that bubble pack is going to adjust. Yeah. So we kind of call it that active system based off of what needs to happen, whereas an active product, like a glycerin-based product, is just constantly just letting moisture pass through it and give it off. Yeah, you, you just explained two-way versus one-way. Perfect. <laughs> Sorry. I think that was your job, wasn't no, I, it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's that's a great explanation. You know, the uh, the gel beads and uh, the sponges. I mean, uh, I think when I um, when I first started smoking cigars and I got my uh, my humidor, um, and I talked to all my friends and they were using the the sponge and a, and a Tupperware inside the humidor. Um, that was great. It worked, but you know, I was naive at that point. I didn't know what it was doing. I just know that uh, I needed moisture in there somewhere. Um, but as, uh, as time progressed on, it went from the sponge to the gels. Um, but then, uh, once I became aware of Boveda, <clears throat> it's amazing what it can do. Right. Uh, it's not just constantly pushing moisture in because if you think about it, uh, all the way back to the, the, the technology, uh, or what chemists have known, um, if you took a container and you had a sealed container and you put uh, a bowl of water into that container and it was completely sealed, um, over time, that entire environment within that sealed container will get to almost 100% RH. Right. So we think about it on a one way, if you've got a system that's constantly just pushing moisture out, it wants to achieve 100%. Right. It's not going to regulate and say, hey, listen, I'm going to back up. Uh, I'm above 69. It's not going to. No. There's no threshold. It just keeps going. Because when you fill that reservoir device or sponge or whatever, you're pretty much, and we've tested it in the lab, you're pretty much above 80%. Yeah. Pretty much. And then you're relying on the humidor's exchange of moisture to bring it back down. Correct. So you're always roller coasting. Yeah. Yeah. Always roller coasting. And then depending upon what environment you're in or where you live. Right. Um, you know, especially uh, we're here in Minnesota and, and we're in a winter. Uh, outside humidity is great, but, you know, inside of a building and you've constantly got your heat moving. Um, the atmosphere, the RH levels, uh, humidity level in your house is dropping. Right. Um, so, yeah, from, from that perspective, um, yeah, it really dictates uh, how well and how effective some of those systems are. Yeah, and touch a little bit. We did a little study on glycerin-based products or sugar-based products and the amount of moisture they can gain and lose before they change the relative humidity versus Boveda's salt-based. And just explain that real simply and Sure. Um, so uh, take it another step further. So saturation is, um, you know, enough water that the uh, salt or the sugar uh, will dissolve in. When you supersaturate it, meaning uh, you take that water and you heat it up a little bit uh, so it can take in, dissolve a little bit more of that sugar or salt <clears throat> is where, um, where we land. Um, so from a salt water solution, uh, you supersaturate it. So now it has a, the capacity to give off 
a lot of moisture and the capacity to take in a lot of moisture and still maintain the RH. Um, the testing that we have shown and also chemists have known this, uh, when you take sugar and you supersaturate it, um, as soon as you, um, as soon as it starts to absorb a tiny amount, a percent uh, of water or lose a percent of water, uh, you're going to see uh, almost a 2% drop in RH or a 2% gain in RH. So um, just 1% of its weight in water mm -hmm. and it starts to change? Yes, that's sugar or glycerin. Wow. Yeah. So and it's easy to at least give up, you know, 20% of its moisture, the pack or whatever, however much moisture you have in there, water-based moisture, um, and easily still fall far, far away from 69%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're making two or three points for every percentage. Exactly. Times that by 20, you're way down in the 50, 40 range. Yeah, you easily. can see how fast it can drop. Wow. So no. with the Bovida system, we've tested it. It can lose up to 30% of its weight and moisture and only change like two to five points. Right, right. It's and unbelievable. I, yeah, and, I, and if you think about the technology um, uh, or the system as a whole, I should say, meaning mm -hmm. uh, your humidor and then the environment, wherever your humidor is stored at, <clears throat> is our, our packs, the Bovida packs, are designed to uh, continuously... Uh, give off moisture they can give off more moisture and what I mean by that is that the humidor is always drawing uh, that moisture the water vapor out um, so you can see as if you used a, a sugar or a glycerin solution um, it's going to behave the same way the humidor is going to keep drawing and drawing so you can see how fast uh, an, an ineffective a salt water or a sugar solution uh, right can work so Let's talk a little bit about the membrane. Since we said that that distinguishes our patent and our technology differently. So we took salt and distilled water and a food grade gumming agent. We packaged it inside a two-way membrane. What does that mean? What is that? How is that two-way membrane able to hold the solid but only give off purified water vapor? Yeah, uh, that was the big challenge. Um, and, yeah. uh, you know, our co-founder, Bob Essie, um, that was, uh, his, his background was, was in packaging. Uh, and they, they pulled him in and said, Hey, listen, we have this great, uh, saltwater solution, uh, saturated saltwater solution. Uh, we just can't find a good film for this. Um, because mm -hmm. all the films in, in the world at that time, uh, were designed to hold water, uh, hold moisture, um, also hold and, uh, aromas and odors and Everything. Right. We're always worried about preventing anything from being exposed to being stale or moisture or getting moldy like bread, Ziploc bags, everything. Right. So there's not really a good membrane for our product. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, without going into too much uh, technical depth on, yeah. on polymers and uh, things of that nature, um, uh, some films are... Uh, are meant to do that, um, but uh, very slow rate, extremely slow rate. So, um, so Bob had um, uh, tested and researched and found um, a great resin that uh, we use for our membrane, and um, what it's able to do uh, is astounding. Um, and the uh, the amount of water vapor that can pass through um, our our permeable membrane, the amount of water vapor water that can pass through. Um, is actually um, uh, maybe 30 times faster than uh, your standard films out there. So not only can it um, take your environment, 
uh, and effectively condition it or get it to equilibrium um, in a short time frame, it could also pull in in a short time frame as well. It's very quick and active. Nice. Okay, so it's a fast memory. But you said something that maybe not everybody understands is the word equilibrium. Like when we talk about equilibrium, and I talk to it when I when I feel customer service questions is, you know, if the RH level inside the humidor drops, um, sometimes that's because of new cigars coming in, and I tell them it it needs time to come up to equilibrium. What does equilibrium really mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, in a nutshell, it's uh, tries to uh, equilibrium is a steady state, or um, uh, so sixty nine percent, for example, um, if your high grommet is reading 50% in your humidor um, and you put a 69% into your humidor, equilibrium equals 69, the entire system as a whole. Um, so it's the RH level on the pack. When it comes to equilibrium, it means it comes to 69%. So it matches, it's balancing. Exactly. Whatever, equal. whatever the humidity level is inside the environment, the cigars are at that same humidity level exactly so yeah you're a good point it's not just the humidor it's all the contents exactly. all want to achieve equilibrium and so from your perspective though when we talk about equilibrium and relative humidity in the back of my mind i'm thinking water activity because mm-hmm. that's the most important thing to the flavor profile of a cigar mm-hmm. when a cigar is too dry it's harsh and it hits the back of your throat and it doesn't taste good and none of the flavors that are usually in a review are there mm-hmm. except for harsh flavors when it comes to equilibrium or water activity is matching the 69%, that means the tobacco has enough moisture in it to bring out those good flavors that it needs. Absolutely. Um, and, and the other aspect to this is that um, uh, it's pretty well known in the food industry as well. Uh, maintaining a certain water activity uh, is key to ensure that it is food safe and safe for consumptions for consumers. Um, you can apply that same water activity level to anything else that's consumed. So, for example, cigars. Um, obviously, uh, flavor profile, burnability is, is um, desired. Um, but if you get higher up in that water activity, and if you get the equilibrium up to 85, 90%, you're getting that uh, an environment that's not happy. Right. Um, Mold growth. Exactly. So that's the beauty of maintaining that RH level over time with a super saturated salt solution. Nice. So we're talking about water activity. We're translating that into relative humidity. That's what all of us are using inside of our humidors to measure everything. If we have a glycerin based product or a sugar based product, it's probably doing a roller coaster. And if we have Bovada, we're saying it stays level. But obviously, wood humidors breathe a little bit of moisture, so you can expect to be about two to five points lower than the Bovida pack. But why can you not over-humidify with Bovida? Why could I throw 100 Bovida packs inside my humidor and I only have two cigars in there and never get above 69% if that's the packs I chose? Yeah. So we've done a a lot of extensive testing on a variety of different humidors. uh, in the container size and how many it can hold. And our recommended Bovida packs uh, for each size of those humidors um, were specifically designed to maintain that um, equilibrium within that uh, humidor. So, um, and as you think about the system as a whole with the contents, all trying to get to equilibrium, if you've got two cigars and 100 
um, capacities uh, humidor, those two cigars are still going to maintain and get to 69, even if you've got four or five uh, packs into that humidor. Now, if you have 100, it's still going to be at 69. So essentially what you're doing is you're adding more horsepower um, into your humidor as you add more packs. It will never over humidify. That extra horsepower, um, and I think you touched on another thing that I'll, I'll bring up after this, but that extra horsepower or that the more packs that I have inside won't negatively influence the cigars because of the salt, correct? That's correct. So the salt is what keeps it at the 69, no matter how many packs I have in there. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So no matter how many packs you have in, it almost, um, what you're doing is you're, um, uh, you're adding, you're maintaining it for a longer period of time. And they'll say, uh, as we, uh, we have a recommended amount of packs that we, um, we tell our consumers uh, to put in those humidors. I'll say, for example, if it's two and you say, well, you know what, I want to put four in. You could put four in, uh, but the lifetime of two um, could be say three to six months. If you put four in there, those four would last a little bit longer because um, four is better than two. Four can actually regulate that humidity that you keep that equilibrium for a longer period of time. Right. Or if you just have one, if you have one in and it's undersized, you may never reach that RH level uh, and it'll dry out faster. And then all of a sudden you got dry cigars, you, you might say your hygrometer's off. Right. Um, so there's a, a myriad of things, uh, challenges that you can um, face as is exactly. you undersize or under pack. And we get that question all the time. So when we're talking about the amount of boba packs that you need on the inside of your humidor, because humidor, humidor manufacturers go off of total cigar count, so they say this is a 50 count cigar box, this is a 100 count. We've said, okay, f through the testing that you've done inside the innovation center, we're going to put two 60 gram Bovada packs inside the 50 count, and that's the baseline. So if you're not achieving your RH level, exactly what Brian's saying is add two more. Because whatever's going on is it's saying there's something calling for that moisture. Mm -hmm. It could be new cigars. It could be that you didn't season with the Bovada 84s. It could be just the fact that it is exchanging that moisture faster than the Bovada packs can actually replace it. So ultimately, we just need to get more horsepower or more engines inside mm -hmm. that humidor to sustain that 69% equilibrium. Absolutely, and it's 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 a little difficult for us to uh, replicate or mimic uh, every real life scenario. So uh, when you think about it from a harsh, the most harsh condition uh, is, is kind of where we test and, and make sure that, you know what, based upon your humidor, if you're living in a very dry climate uh, and a very leaky uh, humidor, uh, these are the recommended packs. We kind of say, all right, this is your standard. This is a fail-safe. You'll never, um, you'll never be challenged, or never your hygrometer, your humidor, and cigars will never be um, uh, at a very low if you add these amount packs per the recommended size. Right. Yeah. So it really doesn't matter how many cigars I have on the inside. What I'm trying to do then with the amount of recommended packs is I'm trying to humidify basically a cubic inch or a cubic foot space volume yeah yeah, a volume space not a cigar count correct correct which is a little confusing right because the cigar humidors uh the humidor manufacturers have used a cigar based measuring device whereas when we're in the innovation center we're measuring the cubic inches the cubic feet uh, or whatever we can mm -hmm. to make sure we have enough bova to pack 
humidifying the headspace. Yes. And let's talk about that a little bit because that's a little bit different it, to understand is boat is pushing moisture into the headspace, so the air inside the humidor. And it's not necessarily going from the bovida pack to the cigars. It takes a second step mm-hmm. to get it into the atmosphere, into the headspace, and then the cigars pick it up from there. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. Um, I think it, if you have the capability of throwing one of our bovida packs in with a calibrated uh, hygrometer and you throw it into a container that's a, a really airtight container, say, for example, Tupperware, um, <clears throat> um, and you're able to uh, visually look at that ca- uh, the hygrometer, you'll see uh, how quickly the headspace will come, start to get to the equilibrium to that 69% or, or whatever uh, the RH level is. Um, so getting the headspace to equilibrium happens quickly. Um, however, when you think about cigars and the wood in a humidor, um, you know, there is a torturous path where that moisture and that water vapor needs to get in. So it takes a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, in reality, it's that system. That system needs uh, and it strives to get to that equilibrium. So uh, the humidor, the, the wood, the cigars, they'll all try to get there. It might be a little bit slower. Um, just because of the absorption rate, um, but uh, it does work. And, I, and to that point, Rob, I remember uh, uh, when I first started working at Bovida and, and we were um, having a chat on cigars and uh, I just got in some new cigars and uh, you had mentioned to me, hey, it's great to put these in a bag, oh, yeah. uh, a humidor bag and condition them before you throw them in a humidor. And uh, it kind of blew my mind because, you know what, I wanted to smoke these things right now. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, it made me think that, wow, I, I guess I really don't know the condition of these cigars. Right. Um, so it's, it's great to uh, uh, get those to the, the right uh, humidity level before you smoke them. So. Yeah, and some of you I may have talked to you on the phone or you've seen some of my other podcasts, but really what Brian is saying is I condition all my cigars in a Bovida humidor bag before I ever put them inside my wood humidor because what I want is I want the RH level of those cigars to come up to 69%. So what we, what we talked about was equilibrium. I got to bring those up to equilibrium. The best and the fastest way for me to do that and the safest way is to put them in an airtight container like the Bovida humidor bag. Then, that I, then I know the wood and the exchange of moisture is not happening. I'm not playing with that. Mm-hmm. And once that hygrometer reads 69, I'm good to go. I put them inside my wood humidor boom, everything is fine. I don't have an RH drop. I don't have any issues with my RH level inside my wood humidor, and I can go in there every day and pluck a cigar out of there. Yeah, and you'll, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. And you think about the, the amount of time it takes, it was, uh, it was a little difficult for me to uh, uh, to listen to your advice because <clears throat> I was like a little kid. It could take a while. It does take a while. It took me four and a half weeks, and I got cigars in at 62%. So it took me four and a half weeks to get from 62 to 69. Jeez. I don't know what it took you, but it, it can take four times longer to rehumidify a cigar than it does to dehumidify it. It's painful to go through, especially when you have brand new cigars mm-hmm. and you haven't tried them yet and you're just like dying yeah. to try them. Oh, it's hard. The yeah. anticipation and the wait. It, yeah. Patience is a virtue, though. Like, yeah, like, exactly. I think I jumped a gun. and It doesn't taste right. No. It's harsh. No. no yeah. 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 It's it's very beneficial to do it that way absolutely let's talk a little bit about our 84 percent because we're bringing everything to equilibrium except for when we're seasoning it's a little bit different Mm -hmm. because we're pushing moisture into the cellular level of the wood and that is totally different than the wipe down method true 
totally different. So let's, let's talk about that from a scientific perspective. Like if I need to wrap my head around the wipe down method, why is that inefficient? And why is the Bovida 84 chosen? Why did you guys choose 84%? Yeah. So 84% is, um, as a great uh, RH level, because that's the level of saturation that you want throughout the entire wood uh, thickness or the walls of your humidor. Um, when you do a wipe down method, uh, you're essentially, you're just doing a surface level. Um, and that's, uh, it could be 100%. Um, now think about it uh, from that system as a whole. The environment is always pulling uh, moisture from your humidor. Um, so when you saturate it at 84%, uh, for that period of time of two weeks that we're recommending, um, you're ensuring that not only the walls of your humidor, the trays, the dividers, all those are on the same level. Um, and then once you add in your cigars and your maintenance packs, or your 69s or your 72s, there's a good transition period where um, the headspace now could be uh, to that maintenance level. And then your cigars have that time to uh, absorb uh, that vapor transmit or the vapor um, that would be equal to your bovida pack. So, um, so the big difference uh, I could say now thinking about it is, <clears throat> you know, wipe down method is um, surface level. Um, you've just got water in there. Um, an 84% pack in two weeks is going to do a super like saturate uh, you hum right. humidor. And I always like to tell people that because we've done the testing inside the innovation center and most of the time the humidor the wood itself is absorbing anywhere to five to ten grams mm -hmm. worth of moisture yes ten grams worth of moisture is a lot do you think the wipe down method does that i don't think you're gonna yeah well, i don't even think you're gonna reach a gram or two no unless you just fill it up with water and just let it soak and you're gonna ruin your humidor right you don't want to create like a bath for your right. your right. smoke so and two like in that in that situation so you do the wipe down method how many grams of moisture did you get i have no idea with the bovid 84s we've tested it we know the amount of grams of moisture that it can give off mm -hmm. once we're done that's where we get that number of five to ten grams mm -hmm. just because we have to weigh them after we're done in the innovation center and say wow this humidor was dry it took 10 grams well this one wasn't as dry so it took five so again you talked about variables we never know where your humidor is at but we know within two weeks if you use 160 gram per 25 count you're going to achieve that saturation level that right. we say 100 percent we're using the 84 because it's not going to over humidify and it's not going to under humidify. Like that was the other thing. Like why not use the 72s or the 75s? Well, now you're looking at taking a month, month and a half mm -hmm. to get the saturation level that we've tested in the innovation center. Right. Now with the 84s, we know it's two weeks. Right. And there's no that, matter what. Right. And there's that, there's that transition period where, um, you know, like you mentioned earlier is that, uh, <clears throat> The, the amount of time it takes your cigars to get to the equilibrium is a lot longer than uh, uh, your humidor to get saturated. So um, if you've got the 84% in and you throw a cigar in there that we've measured uh, and say the, the relative humidity, the uh, AW water activity of cigars are below 84%, it's going to pull that moisture out of your humidor um, mm -hmm. and drop that down some points. So then once you're dropping the entire equilibrium of uh, the saturated cigar, the humidor down, you throw your packs, your maintenance packs in, and there's there's only like a four or five point difference there that needs to maintain. And you can do it very quickly uh, and get your cigars in the, in the proper um, uh, uh, levels. 
Right. And I always get this question through customer service when you're seasoning, do I have to um, reach 84% for it to be considered done? If you reach the four, uh, 14 days or the two week period and you're at um, 74 or 72 or even 69, you're done. Mm-hmm. Because the hygrometer can only read what the moisture level is in the air. What it is not reading is the amount of moisture that we just push into the wood. Very true. Because of the hygrometer, we have to think of the hygrometer as only measuring one thing, and that's the headspace. That's right. And if it's not above, um, you know, 70, the headspace, then, you know, it's, you know, it's right, it's, it's right where we want it to be yeah. at that point. But um, what I'm trying to say is the wood already has the moisture it needs, and it's not necessarily the amount of moisture that's in the headspace. Right, and like you mentioned, it doesn't need to get up to 84%. Your no. high grammar doesn't need to read 84% before you throw your, uh, until you throw your cigars in. Um, as long as it's in that, that range of, um, you know, 72, uh, what you want to, th- the same range, plus or minus two, two points on your maintenance packs, throw them in. They're good to go. Right, right. Yeah. exactly. All right, Brian. Now we're going to cut to the segment of Ask Bovida. Sorry, hashtag Ask Bovida. Um, we got a couple of questions that have just come in. Um, previously, this one was from Alex, and I'm going to butcher the last name, Faltex. Faltex. All right, so Alex Faltex um, asks us on Facebook, Hey, I live in Minneapolis, loving the podcast. Thank you, Alex. Uh, especially now that I'm getting into cigars a bit more, but my question is, what would happen if I season the humidor the old school way, the wipe down way, and then I put the 84% Bovida packs in? Would it speed up the process? The process of um, seasoning? No. Correct. Yes. It That's my right. response too. Yeah. No. <clears throat> now think about it from that two-way humidification, right? So it's uh, our packs are designed to, to pull and push. So when you do a wipe down method, that's a super saturation. You've got 100% water in your humidor. You throw those 84% packs, and it's it's in an environment that's like, whoa, wait a minute, I got to bring in some water. Right. right. So it goes into absorb mode. It's going to go to absorb mode, and then mm-hmm. it's going to go to, okay, now everything's in equilibrium. I need to push water out into the, the, the humidor wall. So if you do the wipe down method, and then the 84s, you're essentially risking mold mm-hmm. because you introduce 100%. And then you might as well add two to four days because exactly. the bovoda pack has to absorb whatever moisture you introduced. And then it has to then go back into kickoff mode of releasing moisture into the cellular structure of the wood. Exactly. And you got to think about it from the wall thickness of the humidor. Right. Um, we have a lot. Try, yeah. You want to try to, it saturates all the way through. So say for example, the same example is uh, it takes a while for the cigars to get to uh, the, the RH levels. The humidor is going to take the same. Um, right. It, the, those, that, that wood is going to need time to absorb. So wipe down method, surface area. I wouldn't, wouldn't even do it. Correct. And then the other one asks us, uh, what do you guys like to sip on while you're enjoying cigars and why? What are some good pairing suggestions? Well, you guys may not know this, but I don't drink alcohol. So I'm sipping on Coca-Cola. I like it because it's sugary and carbonated, and it tends to kick some of the harsh tones of cigars sometimes, so that 
strong pepper feel. It might kick some of that, but I use all sorts of different things. I've used tea, um, sparkling water. If I just want to do a, a, te uh, a review of a cigar, I'll just use sparkling water. I like the carbonation because it scrubs my palate a little bit, gets rid of things. And then when I'm done smoking cigars, if I really want to wipe my palate, I heard that milk is a palate cleanser. Milk? Yeah, I don't know what the properties are. I just heard it. It's interesting. I would have to look into it more, but it does tend to work. It tends to wipe my palate a little bit, and then I'm not able to taste that cigar anymore. I can't see Rob smoking cigars, sipping on a glass of milk. Oh, I don't do it at the same time. <laughs> it's afterwards, well, like after, if I'm going to smoke another cigar. Yeah, no, no, no. No, no, no. It's not wall, not wall. What do you like to use? Uh, you know what? I do like a, a good scotch um, when I smoke. Um, you know... Now, it de it does depend upon the uh, the type of cigar that I'm smoking, but uh, yeah, my fallback is a good single malt, um, at least 15 year aged. Uh, it's it's smooth. It's just one cube of ice, and then after that, just room temperature. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for tuning into Box Press, uh, Brian. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Thanks for uh, bringing me on, Rob. No problem. It was great. Hope you guys learned a little bit about the science of Bovida. And if you have more questions, go ahead and always throw those out on Instagram, um, Facebook, or Twitter, hashtag AskBovida. You can catch more Box Press episodes at our YouTube channel, Bovida Inc. And you can also check them out on any podcast platform, Android or iTunes.